0: Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to a special Picks podcast. I'm your host, Phil Wallace, and our ScreenPix studios in Los Angeles. We have a great show for you today as we are going to preview the 74th Annual Primetime Emmy Awards. We have a full cast of characters here to break it all down. First time we've done a podcast all together in a little while, but no time like the present. So first, joining me, as always... In Burbank, California, on her daughter's birthday, Kit Bowen. Kit, how are well, you doing?
1: I'm good. I
0: can't, I can't believe it. I remember seeing uh, Snow White and the Huntsman with your daughter a long time ago with Christmas Stewart. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I know. I don't watch the animated movies much anymore because my kids are too old. So.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I guess we can't talk about. What is it? Pet superhero? I don't even know what it's called.
1: Super
0: pet. <laughs> um, super pets. Okay. Uh, all right. Joining me also in Burbank, California, we have um, Andrew Payne. Andrew, how are you doing? I am doing well, thank you. Great. Andrew will tell us all the peacock shows that got snubbed. Um, <laughs> and uh, finally, we have. In the great state of New Jersey, the Garden State, we have Adam Spunberg. Adam, how are you doing?
2: Doing great, Phil. Very happy to be here, as always.
0: All right, great. We've only got an hour, and Adam's going to be here for a half hour, so let's, let's get right to it. The Emmys are just over a month away, September 12th, on NBC. They do not yet have a host. I don't know who the host will be, but I guess a lot of people have said no. They asked Chris Rock. He said no. Um but we'll we'll start with uh, oh by the way, before I get into it, some rules changes for this year's Emmy, so I, I do want to mention what some of those are. Uh, the first rule change um, used to be the rule was if you were a show that was thirty minutes, you were considered a comedy. if you were an hour long show, you were a drama. That is no longer the case the, the sense is common sense prevailed now the new rule is you submit as whatever you want to submit as and the television Academy had its approval. So I think that was a good rule change. And then um, the other rule is that if you um, submit your movie to the Oscars for best picture, you cannot submit for the Emmys for best TV movie. So that was another, another change. So, um, cause every movie these days is a TV movie. So anyway, this year's, let's start with best uh, comedy series. This year's nominee for best comedy series nomination. We've got Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curve Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, What We Do in the Shadow. So eight nominations. Uh, Kit? What do you think of this list here? Um, we've got maybe a couple of snubs, no Atlanta, no reservation dogs, no Russian doll. But what do you what do you make of this list?
1: you know, again, it's it's pretty it's pretty uh expected, I think. Um, except for maybe Abbott Elementary being kind of the newbie added to it. Um, which I haven't seen. I don't know if you've guys seen it or not. Um but uh, you know, I mean, I think it's a solid list. Uh, I'm, 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 you know, I'm happy that um, Only Murders in the Building got nominated. I'm really happy that Barry got nominated. Hacks, of course, it's um, always good. And Ted Lasso, those are those are my faves.
0: Yeah. Well, Andrew, uh, you know, Ted Lasso won this last year. Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel has won in the past. Uh, I don't know why we need to keep nominating it, but we do. Um Your Enthusiasm has been nominated like fifteen times or something like that um Evan Elementary is the new on the block a network TV comedy but but one that is people rave about I, I still haven't seen it admittedly um, uh, are, there are some snubs here I don't know if Barry's really a comedy anymore but but sure what what do you make of the list
3: i mean, I think it's a really thrown list um, yeah, you mentioned a couple snubs. But I don't think it's that surprising that, that any of those were left out in favor of these. I mean, Mrs. Maisel, it, it does seem like people are checking the box at this point. I, I feel like that show is, yeah, I mean, that show kind of peaked in its first season and has been past its prime since then. Um, but yeah, I mean, Avid Elementary, I, I've watched most of the first season of that. It's a very good show. I mean, I think that uh, it's great to see it on this list. But, well, you know, just to see like Quinta Brunson, who is the the creator, the star of it, uh, it's been it's done pretty well for them in the ratings. It's done very well critically, obviously. If it got nominated here, uh, so it's cool to see a like first of all, a network comedy. Imagine that! Imagine a network show getting nominated for an Emmy for best series, uh, and and a <laughs> show with like you know like, like a show that has some social relevance and, and a newer voice uh, at, at, its, at its helm and, and everything like that. So it's great to see that get nominated. Um, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned like, I don't know if I, I don't even know what's the favorite with, I mean, cause you'd think Ted Lasso, right? But Barry had such an amazing season and only murders in the building. Steve Martin, Martin Short so much just prestige behind that show and it also was extremely popular. And then I, I mean Abbott Elementary seems like the the kind of long shot contender, but one that I think everybody kind of raved about, like kind of like when Modern Family used to kept winning, kept
0: winning all the time.
3: Um, so I feel like this is a it's a really strong list and it's gonna be tough to figure out who's really the the strongest contender at this point.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, Adam, um, Ted Lasso is listed as as kind of a weak favorite right now. You know, it it is the incumbent, uh, winner, if you will, but, um, you know, hacks is is actually listed up there. Only murders in the building is, as Andrew said, has, has a lot of uh, prestigious names, although we'll, we'll get into it. I don't know what, what it means. that Lena Gomez was snubbed, but, um, Adam, what what do you make of this list, and and any snubs from your view, and and who do you think is the favorite?
2: Well, I still think Ted Lasso is the favorite uh, because we've seen, first of all, there's a pattern at the Emmys, right? When a show generally uh, tends to win in the past and is still maintaining that level of quality, it often keeps winning. Uh, And also, it's just such a, a beloved show the only uh, thing I'm thinking with something like only murders in the building, it's interesting when you have a second season going on, you know, right around the time when, when voting is happening and when that new season is also wonderful, in fact, maybe even better is that recency bias, perhaps uh, on voters minds. It's been a while since that uh, Ted Lasso season was out. So that's the, the, the one thought I have. And then, you know, like you mentioned, I think Barry can't be counted out, uh, especially with the high profile people and, and how respected the show was in the past after some break. So I don't know, it's a very interesting category, but I still I just feel like Ted Lasso is, is the winning ticket.
0: Yeah, you know, Ted Lasso started airing before last year's Emmys took place. Um and uh, Only Murders in the Building, yeah, you've got you've got season two going on right now, um, which which I actually do think is better than season one so far. So, um, kid, who who do you think's going to win best comedy series? Any, any, any snubs you want to point out? Anything you really like that got
1: snubbed? Um, yeah, I do I do love Only Murders in the Building this season. I, I I is it was it last season that got nominated though? Right? It was la- the first season that, yeah, nominated, was season right? that got yeah, nominated, right? Yeah, the first season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean this this show's only gotten better. I swear to god it's so much funnier now but that, that uh I don't know. There's just laugh out loud moments more so than than happened in the first season, so um but yeah, if I'm gonna judge it on the first season I may not pick that one. But um I don't know, I, I mean I I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of mixed between Ted Lasso and Barry. I'm kind of hedging towards Barry. Barry's I just find that show incredibly uh you know hilarious and also poignant and also very dark. <laughs> um I just I thought I thought this last season was great. The one I actually got into and not just sort of haphazardly just kind of found it was Ghost. Um I just Oh, <laughs> I could CBS. believe how funny yeah. that show was. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like if they can keep up with the uh you know, with the writing and and whatnot, that, that's a show to look forward to in the future to get nominated, I think. But, uh, I mean, I understand it just why like it you it's,
0: it's really, really hard now to be a network TV show to get nominated these days. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Really, really hard. Um, you know, I have heard Reservation Dogs is excellent. I, I saw, like, five minutes of it once. It was, the five minutes were pretty good, but... Um, and then Andrew, no, no love for girls five ever season two, which actually I haven't seen yet, but, but that, that was snubbed as well. So, yep. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, best drama series. And, and by the way, I have a, I have a, a thing. I, I actually think the Emmy should get rid of the limited series category entirely and just make it, make those shows dramas or comedies because, I never know if those are <laughs> can have season twos or not. Um, but regardless, we have eight nominees for, for Best Drama Series. They are Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, the first foreign language TV show to be nominated here, uh, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Um Andrew, I'll start with you this time. Succession won the last time it aired, the defending champion, in this is the crown, which which didn't have a season last year. Um, Severance has gotten good reviews. Squid Game was, I think, the most widely viewed TV show in the world. Uh, what do you what do you think here? What, what do you make of this list? And, and by the way, I do want to point out another snub: Yellowstone snub again. One yeah. of the most widely watched TV series in the in the country. Yeah, it's
3: strange that Yellowstone gets snubbed to me. Um like and, and across all categories. Like Kevin Costner doesn't get yeah. any nominations. Um, you know, Cole, Cole Hauser, like no, anybody Yeah, like anybody like that from the show. And because I think Walking Dead used to get nominated. I mean, it didn't win anything, but I think it used to get nominated for Best Drama. I might be wrong about that. But that's essentially like the next, like the successor to Walking Dead in terms of uh popularity. But I mean, I don't know what you'd take out is the thing. I mean, this is such a stacked list. Um, just like, I Would mean, all take these shows. you take out Yellow Jackets? Are... Oh, no, Yellow Jackets is fantastic. Uh, I can see You <laughs> can't take out Yellow Jackets. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, no,
1: I think Yellow that Jackets have... is really good.
3: Yeah, Yellow Jackets is, is amazing. I'm, I'm very glad that that got on here.
1: Um, Me
3: too. I mean, in terms of the favorite, though, I think it has to be Succession like if you just think about the entertainment industry, the media industry, when that show is on, that is all anybody is talking about. Like did you see like but it's probably like the the only show I can think of where it is the monday morning chatter among like the entire industry of did you see succession podcast, articles, like everybody talking about it. So it it just seems too much of a bullseye for Emmy voters not, not to win. But all of these other shows are great. I mean, Better Call Saul. I've, you know, just wrapping up its final season now, I think that this last season has been the best season. I think that it's nominated for the first half of its last season, and then it'll get nominated again for the second half of its last season next time. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, Ozarks last season was great. Um, we mentioned Yellow Jackets and then Severance, two rookie shows that I think have done kind of, like they're like kind of the successor to Lost in terms of, like being a big mystery box style show and, and they're doing it really well. And then you have Squid Game, which is the biggest show in the world. And then Stranger Things, which is like the biggest show of all time in America, basically. It's just such a stack list, but I, I still don't think anybody's going to get past succession.
0: Interesting. Adam, uh, I know you were really, really excited to see Severance get nominated. I agree with Andrew. I think Succession's is a favorite and I, I think a solid favorite, but. If, if anyone can unseat it, I would say you never knew it was like a, a first time show, you know, how they'll receive it, like a severance. Um, and I know you love that show. And then Squid Game, just kind of such a unique story there. Um, you wonder if that, that has a shot, especially, you know, it's not like the Oscars where they've added a lot more overseas voters, but, but there there is more diversity with the voting block than there used to be. But what, do, what do you think?
2: Yeah, no, Phil, I think you had me pegged perfectly. I mean, just being such a fan of Severance as I was, you know, it's delightful to see it getting this much recognition across the board because, you know, it's one thing for – it's kind of like Ted Lasso in a way, you know, on Apple TV+, a show that I don't think anyone was even paying attention to as an award-worthy show uh, until it came out. And I was even following on Gold Derby as it was – way down on the list and kept moving up and up and up as more people saw it. But I, I, I'd have to say the last episode of that, that first season episode nine, I don't think I've been as stimulated watching a TV show ever, uh, where I, I literally couldn't even stay in my seat. That's how, uh, absolutely edge of, well, edge of your seat, literally <laughs> said it was, but I think succession still is the favorite. Um, And then, I don't know, I have a weird feeling that Squid Game could be the one that pulls it off if there's any upset, because, and I'm thinking, I agree with you that it's not the Oscars, but I'm remembering Parasite winning Best Picture, and it felt kind of like that, where it was a little bit of a dark horse, but started to gain steam near the end. I mean, Squid Game really was so popular, and uh, maybe because of the you know, the shock value and, and how, how memorable it was, maybe that just ekes it out, but I'd still say succession if I had to bet on something. Uh,
0: I can um, the one show Andrew didn't mention was euphoria. And I think if all of the Emmy voters were under the age of 25, like your daughter, <laughs> is, euphoria might win, <laughs> but, uh, they're, I think they're all over 25 for the most part. Um, but, uh, I know, I know. Young people love, love, love Euphoria. It's like very widely watched among young people. But uh, what, do, what do you make of this list and any snubs get from 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 your view?
1: Um, uh, actually, no snubs that I can think of. I really just they nominated some of my most favorite shows of this past year. Severance was just unfrickin' believable. I just couldn't. I just love that show so much. But um, I I would like that to win. I mean, I thought Successions this last season was good, but not quite as good as some of the other seasons, in my opinion. Um, Squid Game, again, was just so unique and, and riveting. Um, I And Ozark, I will always have a very special place in my heart for Ozark because I just – I've loved that show from the beginning. And, again, I think maybe this past wrap-up season may not been quite as good as some of the other seasons, but still just top-notch. I'm better Call Saul – I agree with you, Andrea, it's the best season ever this time around. Um, so I don't know. I mean, this is, tough, this is a tough, tough category for me. But it just goes to show you how good television really is right now. You know what I mean? It's like all of these shows are so good that it's, it's just it's amazing what they're doing. And I, I think it's going to be harder and harder to, to find, you know, uh, regulars shows that keep just getting nominated over and over again just because there's just so much good good stuff out there as far as euphoria yeah it's a great show but i i honestly think um well when we get to it i think zendaya is the one who's gonna get uh the, the accolades for that show i think she's gonna win because mm-hmm. that was one of the best performances i've ever seen especially that one episode that i don't know if you guys watched euphoria or not but there was one episode where she goes off the rails that it was unbelievable so um yeah, that's that's my feeling on
0: that. Remember, Zendaya did win uh, kind of as a surprise two years ago, uh, major right. surprise actually. I like she won two years yeah. ago. Um, all right, let's move on and talk about uh, best limited series. Normally, we talk about this later, but I just feel like this category is uh, the prestige has increased, and and I honestly believe um this category. Like I said, I think they should merge it with the other ones, but it's um, like Pam and Tommy is nominated and I, I don't know if it needs <laughs> to be, but um, <laughs> the white, the white Lotus is nominated and aren't they doing a season two of the white Lotus? Isn't that coming out pretty soon? I thought. So, well,
3: yeah. So that's not um, limited or an anthology series. So like that's how they've changed it. So, if if there's going to be – because I think the next season of The White Lotus is going to be a closed-off story from the first season. So I think that's how they're – you know, like American horror Story stuff like that. That's how they're framing this now.
0: Okay. Even though it has some of the same cast. But but sure. Um, <laughs> all right. So we've got Dope Sick, uh, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, uh, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. Um, Adam um, – it seems like I mean I, I've heard rave rave reviews about dope sick. Um I did see Inventing Anna, which I thought was pretty good, but not not amazing. But I also heard a lot of people talk about White Lotus. I don't think it's quite as strong as last year when you had Mayor of Easttown going up against The Queen's Gambit, but still not a bad category. What, what do you make of of these nominees and and anything snub you think here?
2: Well, I mean it's hard. <laughs> It's hard to say what snubs for the exact reason you described, right? What, what is a limited series? <laughs> so when I look at that, <laughs> I start asking myself, was something snubbed from drama or could it have been limited series, right? But, you know, I, I think it's also a very strong pool of candidates. Uh, but my, my feeling is that the White Lotus will win. Um, and, you know it's not that I think the other candidates aren't deserving because there's a number of fantastic options, but white Lotus was such a crazy, funny article, but like also strangely deep at the same time, uh, perception of, I think a very relatable experience. Um, and it, it just sort of subversive in, in, in hilarious ways. So, I don't know. I think it just captured the imagination the most of voters and of people. Yeah.
0: When we read here some, some snubs, if you want to argue they're snubs. Under the Banner of Heaven it got a lot of buzz. Made, which I think was mostly shut out with, with um, I forget, Amy McDowell was in that. I'm blanking on who the lead actress was. Uh, the Staircase was with, with Colin Firth, and uh, Station Eleven was... People who saw that loved it, but I don't know that many people who saw it. Um, Kit, what, what do you think of this, uh, uh, of these shows? Anything here? That you, what, what do you think is the favorite?
1: Um, actually, I saw. Um, what was the last one you just said? Sorry, <laughs> I got snubbed. Oh, Station Eleven. Station Eleven. Oh, that. That was so good. You're right. That was that's that's kind of a big mission in my in my opinion. Um, it was so well written, but um, this was just, you know, again, it's, I watched all these and uh, white Lotus definitely has an edge, but I, I also want to put the word out that I think dope sick might, might actually win only because it's so relevant. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's been so much about the opioid crisis and this was just riveting and just horrifying and, you know, heartbreaking. Um, so, I don't know, I, I'm thinking maybe, I'm just, I'm thinking politically correct here, Dope Sick might might sneak in there, but White Lotus is very well done, Mike, Mike White is, a, you know, he's an Emmy darling, he's been doing, he's been winning here, certainly for his writing, so, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like it's going to be between those two.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, Mike White, what did he do? He was... Um, uh, he did Enlightened, um, and then he was on Survivor
2: and the American Race. He was a he was a can he was yeah. actually a contestant with his dad on Amazing Race twice. In fact, wow. he was on an All Star season as well. He did not seem. I doing? watched those seasons, and he did not seem like someone who could direct White Lotus, <laughs> from what I saw in there.
1: So,
2: <laughs> good for him. All right, all right. He also wrote Freaks and Geeks back in the day
0: um, and Dawson's Creek. So there you go. Um, uh, all right, Andrew, uh, what's your take on, on this category?
3: I think you said a lot when you mentioned Mayor of Down and Queens Gambit going head-to-head last year. It, it, it seemed like in the last few years that this had become – the category like winning this was almost like winning best picture because of how limited series have become the best things on tv i feel like this year it's taken a major step back i mean you mentioned pam and tommy which i actually watched all of and it was not very good uh inventing anna i couldn't get through the first episode of that i thought it was terrible um i mean white lotus i I i have a difference of opinion of most people who watch Light Lotus. I don't get it. I don't understand why people raved about people raved about that show like it was like the best show of the year, like across all categories. I don't understand. To me it was a bunch of rich people in Hawaii that had very low stakes problems and and ended up treating like the hotel manager like garbage. Like that <laughs> that was basically my take on that show. So I don't find this category to be, you know, as strong as it has in the last year. The last few years, I think, like, Dope Stick and the Dropout are strong. I feel like Dope, shit, dope Stick should win, but I think the White Lotus is going to win. It just – because everybody in the industry seems to love it. I, I, I don't get it, maybe because it's, they're all rich people who go take vacations in Hawaii, and they're like, oh, this is just like my family. Uh, but, I mean, that's really the only thing that, that I can put my finger on with that. But I, I just think it resonated so much with Emmy voters that I think it's going to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I I'm putting my money on dope sick. I agree with Kit. I think, I think it's between those two, but I, I would, I would bet on, on dope sick. So, um, all right, let's move on. Talk about best lead actor in a comedy series. The nominees here are Donald Glover for Atlanta, Bill Hader for Barry. He's won this before. He won it for season one, but not for season two. Uh, Nicholas Holt for the Great. Uh, then you've got both Steve Martin and Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building, and then the defending champion uh, Jason Sudeikis for uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, looking here, I don't even know if I'd call these um, snubs, but uh, Anthony Anderson had been nominated every year for Blackish; he didn't this year. And it seemed like anytime Don Cheadle would be on a show, he would get nominated. Uh, he was not nominated for Black Monday this time around just just too much talent here, I guess. But um, although I, I didn't actually see the grade, so I, I don't know how good Nicholas Holtz was in that. So, Kit, um, I'll start with you. Um, this is a really, really competitive category because not only do you have Jason Tadekis, who who's fantastic on Ted Lasso, and I thought had a great season with his whole, like, breakdown on panic attacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you've also got you know, two comic legends who do a great job in Steve Martin and Martin Short and you still have Bill Hader. So um what do you make of uh of this category?
1: Yeah, unfortunately I think Steve Martin and Martin Short are gonna cancel each other out. I mean, who do you pick in that category yeah. equally as funny. So I don't I just I it's a shame that they both I mean it's great that they both got recognized but at the same time I, I can't see it would be like a split vote. I, who's funnier? You know. I mean, if I had to say anything, maybe Steve Martin would edge ahead just because his storyline was a little more compelling. You know. Um, yeah. In the, in the first season, I, agree with I that, don't know. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough. I mean, I'd go with Bill Hader again. <laughs> what he did in this last season of Barry was some really amazing acting, um, and that that that's my opinion but i think jason did today also did a great job so yeah I, mean, I, I feel like it's between those two i don't know
0: yeah interesting uh gold derby actually has bill Hader as the favorite um adam uh i know you gotta leave soon uh i know you've watched only murders in the building
2: what, what do you think of and ted lost so what do you think of, of this category no well i think uh, i kind of agree that i think bill hater will win although uh, it's very close, right? And you know, Kit. Kit I think Steve Martin and uh, and Martin Short are both incredible. I personally think Martin Short carries the show a little bit more. I guess it's easy to say that because Steve Martin is, plays more of the straight character, right? And and yeah. Oliver Putnam is just so over the top, right? But Martin Short, to me, uh, ironically, as you were talking, I'm laughing at how often Oliver puts down. Uh, Steve Martin's character that he can't act on the show. So it would be fitting if uh, Steve Martin came back and won the award uh, based right? on the character's they <laughs> play. <laughs> but, um, I mean, and then Jason Sudeikis, I mean, he's the defending champion, and I agree with what you said, Bill, that he was very special, maybe even better acting in the second season. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of impressed with Nicholas Holt, to be honest, for to be there with the other five names, that's one of those where wow what a what an accomplishment to be nominated because those are some five incredible competitors that he managed to crack the list uh with so good good for him um and I just wanted to say before I go, phil, you know in these these times of the pandemic, I just wanted to thank you because you know being in the East Coast studios, you allowing me to work remote today. Uh, to be on this call <laughs> is, I think, very fitting with the time. So, thank you very much for that. So. I, I appreciate that.
0: Um, by the way, I, I was actually wrong about something here. Bill, Bill Hader did win for both seasons of Barry. Um, I, for some reason, I thought he didn't win season two, but he won both season one and season two. So, Bill Hader has never lost for this role, um, and uh, Jason Daeagus has never lost for this role, and Donald Glover is nominated in this category, and he was nominated for – he actually won, excuse me, for season one of Atlanta, uh, but he did not win for season two. So um, so there you go. Uh, uh, a, a lot of talent in this category. The, I think Nicholas Holt is the only one who uh, – actually, think, um, Nicholas Holt is probably the odd man out here. But, Andrew, what do you think of best actor in a comedy
3: I mean, it seems like Bill Hader to lose again. I thought this was Barry's best season. I thought that he had, it's interesting because in previous seasons of Barry, he's been almost more like vacant because his character is, you know, so messed up that there isn't like a whole lot of emotion coming out of him. And this season, he was much more unhinged. And, and it was an even more complex performance from hater. It's just tough. To, I mean, you know, it, it, it's interesting because it's not necessarily a comedic performance. Although I, I do think that that show is definitely still a comedy. I think it's pretty funny. Um, but it, it just, it's just—it's so much deeper and more complex than like than anybody else in the category that it, it seems weird that he would lose. Like, it seems weird that. It's Martin Short. I mean, Martin Short's great on Only Murders in the Building, but comparing that performance to Bill Hader's performance on Barry, there's just, like, there's so much more going on there, and it's, it's so much deeper that, yeah, I think he has to win. But, again, this is a loaded category. I haven't seen the great. I like Nicholas Holt. I'm sure he's funny on it. I, I feel like they probably there's probably somebody who got left out uh, because of that, who got snubbed, like someone from – what we do in the shadows or, uh, Larry David or somebody like that. But, um, yeah, I think that this category is pretty loaded as well. I mean, every category is loaded. It's great.
0: Yeah, actually you you could easily have nominated Larry David in this category for sure. Uh, over, over I suppose. Um, talk about best actress in a comedy. Andrew, I'll start with you this time. The nominees here, you've got Rachel Brosnahan, for, for Mrs. Mazel, Keita Brunson for Abbott Elementary, Kaylee Cuarco for The Flight Attendant, Elle Fanning for The Great, Issa Rae for Insecure, which some people also thought should have gotten the Best Series nomination, and then uh, Jean Smart, the Defending Champion for Hacks. Uh, good category. I don't think an amazing category, but, uh, Andrew, I have to think, you know, I, I don't know who's going to be Jean Smart. She was great again.
3: Yeah, I don't know who beats being smart. I mean, you have Quinna Brunson, but I, like, like usually what ends up happening with those creator led shows like that is they end up winning writing. So right. I can see her winning, uh, outstanding writing for a comedy series and that's where they choose to reward her there. Yeah. And, and I mean, looking at the rest of the list, I mean, it's still a strong category. I mean, Rachel Brosnahan's always great. Even if that show isn't that good anymore. Um, and, like, I feel like Elle Fanning has been bouncing around as Dakota Fanning's sister for a while, and it's finally gotten a really good role. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I just – I don't know how you go against Jean Smart. She's so good on that show.
1: Yeah, there's no way yeah. anyone could beat her. And, by the way, Kay- Kaylee Cuoco on – she's so annoying on that show. I mean, I kind of like the show in, in a way, but, God, she's annoying. <laughs> I know is the character's supposed to be like that, so maybe she is doing a good job, but uh, I just don't like her on that show. I and mean, it's her show. So that one I definitely could do without on this list, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, that's season
0: two of The Flight I didn't realize there was a season two of The Flight Attendant. Okay. Um, <laughs> interesting. Well, just some, some snubs here real quick. Uh, the big one here, Selena Gomez. I, I don't know how... Yeah she's not nominated here i just i don't understand it um but uh maybe you put her in over katie cuoco or or al fanning or or issa Rae or something but no selena gomez uh tracy ellis ross was one of those people who just always seemed to be nominated for blackish again she wasn't nominated uh natasha leone who I, I i thought was really good russian doll but Maybe they didn't like second season as much. And then uh, the list I have here is snubbed Sarah Lancashire for Julia, who's considered a snub. So I don't know if any of you guys watched Julia.
1: Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's move on and talk about uh, best actor in a drama. Andrew, uh, sorry, Kit, I'll start with you this time. Uh, you've got uh, Jason Bateman for Ozark, uh, Brian Cox For uh, Succession, Uh, Jeremy Strong, who won last time around for Succession. Um, Yeah, sorry. Jeremy Strong, who won last time he was up for this for Succession. Uh, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Adam Scott for Severance. And then uh, Lee Jung Jae for Squid Game. Um, And then I'm going to read you my snub list here. Sterling K. Brown was considered a snub for *This Is Us*. I guess he'd been nominated a lot, and kept.
1: Hello.
3: Sounded like Phil called this up.
1: Oh, did Phil go off? So you're still (laughs) (laughs) there. Uh oh. Well, we can carry on. You can carry on. This list is fantastic, too. I mean, who the hell would you pick in this list? I'm thinking maybe Brian Cox this time around. Um, Just because his character, you know, really went through the. I mean, I know Jeremy Strong's character. He always goes through the ring-reach season. But the whole, you know, him having kind of a stroke and just all of the stuff that happened. And what do you think?
3: I think, I mean, I... It makes sense. I thought Brian Cox was going to win in an earlier season. Um, yeah, I just think Jeremy Strong is so good on that show. Just, yeah, I yeah. mean the character of somebody who felt like it was his post-right to take over this this big company. Oh, it's still back.
1: Dave no. Yeah, we just sorry, just I got distracted. <laughs> it's
3: okay. We, we, okay. We're deep into debating Jeremy Strong versus Brian Cox. Who I feel like are the yeah. two favorites, yeah. even though even though they're from the same show. I just, you know, somebody who thought it was his birthright, who went to business school, who did things all the right way, yet has like struggled yeah. with addiction. Th- there were, I mean, there was the episode this year with his birthday party, and oh, just I know. the fact that, I mean, nobody likes this person. Nobody in the world likes Kendall Roy. And the way that he plays it, where it's like you can tell that even though he's somebody who ostensibly has everything, right? Like, he can go throw a multimillion-dollar birthday party for himself, but he ends up completely alone. And, and the way that he plays it, like, like just how real that feels, I, I, think it's, I think it's the strongest performance in this category. He's won before. I, I think he might win again. But I'd also love to see Bob Odenkirk win. Paul Affleck is so good, <laughs> and it's such a great character, and it's such a great performance. Uh, maybe, the, and, and Jason Bateman has also been so good on Ozark, and it's the last season. Maybe they throw one of them a bone, but I, I still think it'll be Jeremy Strong. Yeah, I mean, the
1: thing about I want to point Jason out. out too.
0: Oh, go ahead,
3: Kate. go ahead. I was
1: going to say about so I was gonna Jason imagine, Bateman. Gold Derby has
0: not at number two, Lee John Jay, actually. As a co-favorite
1: really, from Jason? Squid Game, oh, so we, we, we Jung yeah, Jay. I mean he was great too. He was great too. Um, it was a very emotional performance. Um, but I have to agree with Andrew. I think Jeremy Strong sneaks in there again because it's it's just it is this truly rich, heartbreaking character, Kendall, and he's he's played it so brilliantly the whole the whole way through. Um, so yeah, I mean I agree with you. But I was gonna say about Jason Bateman, again he's he's so good at art, but I think his talents lie behind the camera, you know, his directing and, and that kind of thing. I feel like he's more he may he may win in that area rather than his because, to be honest with you, in that show it's for women. <laughs> women carry that show one hundred percent. So yeah, I f- I feel like that's where his talent his talent mm-hmm. behind the camera was was and, and producing the show too. You know, I mean it was his brainchild. So yeah, that's my feeling on that. Yeah.
0: Um, there was that article in the New Yorker about Jeremy Strong that came out that was kind of controversial. That that kind of yeah. mentioned like the whole cast kind of hates him. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> and at one point we thought he was going to die parts just to get him off the show, but I, I guess. Some people think he overacts. I, I, I agree with you guys. I think he's he's phenomenal, um, but I I did mention I don't know if you heard it before I got cut off. Um, Andrew, maybe, maybe you disagree. I, I think John C. Riley should have been nominated for winning time, playing Jerry Boss. Oh, I haven't I haven't watched
3: that show. I know that uh, may I know that uh,
0: may I, shock you, <laughs> but
3: I haven't watched it. I just heard so many people saying. Uh, it's not worth your time that I never bothered.
0: The, the show had a lot of problems, but I, I, I thought the best part about it was John C. Riley as uh, as Jerry Boss. So, all right, let's move on. We'll talk about best actress in a drama series. You've got Jodie Comer for Killing Eve. She's won before. Laura Lenny for Ozark. Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jacket. Sandra O oh for Killing Eve. Reese Witherspoon gets in for the morning show. Apparently, Jennifer Aniston was really upset about this because um, she didn't get nominated. And then Zendaya nominated for Euphoria. She also won for this role. Um, so, Kit, you, you you said you thought Zendaya was going to win easily, but – and I haven't seen Yellow Jackets. I, I keep hearing people talking about Melanie Linsky. So, what do you think? do you
1: think? Okay. No, she's quite good in, in Yellow Jackets, 100%, but I can't see Zendaya losing. I mean, when you have an entire episode where you are just, you know, I mean, she, she, I mean, the whole show, she's always really good, but this one episode alone, if, even if it was just a standalone movie and watching her play this, this role play this part going into a complete spin-out over drugs, I was I was so riveted by it. It was I just can't see her losing. I mean, it's just, it was just a tremendous performance. And you know what? And I love everybody. I mean, I love Laura Linney more than life itself. And I wish she would finally win for Ozark. She's so good in that. But I just can't see anyone being Zendaya. That's That's really, I mean, I, I feel pretty strongly about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm reading here the that- some of the snubs for best uh, actress in a drama. Jennifer Aniston, I mentioned. Mandy Moore. I don't think it's a snub, but it's on my list. Uh, Kelly Riley for Yellowstone and Britt Lower for Severance. Also considered a snub. Uh, but, Andrew, Andrew, what do you think? Is it is it Zendaya? Any other thoughts about this, this group?
3: I mean, Britt Lower, to me, is a tough snub. I thought she was really, really great on Severance. and Like, why are we still nominating the people from Killing Eve? <laughs> that show's been unwatchable yeah. for a couple Why? seasons at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, to, to not have Britt Lower on there really feels like a miss. She was great. Um, yeah, she was on, on season one. So yeah, you have but Zend- it, it, I think it's between Zendaya and Melanie Lynskey. I agree with Kent. I don't really see Zendaya not losing. She's great on that show, and she's just such a star. I mean, she's in Spider-Man. She's as big of a, you know, Gen Z or whatever you want to call it, star as we have. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, Melanie Linsky has just, like, I don't know if this has been, like, a campaign or just, like, general sentiment around Hollywood or whatever, but but there just seems to be... A lot of momentum around like he's finally like kind of getting what she deserves as an actress after being you know she's been around for a long time since um nice. what was that the beautiful creatures that was Kate Winslet the Peter the Peter Jackson movie Heavenly Creatures Heavenly That's Creatures a good movie um <laughs> like I mean she's been around for a while I mean she was Charlie Sheen stalker on Two and a Half Men you know like a lot of thankless roles and and she's a great actor and this is like her vehicle now so it feels like the narrative around that could could maybe people say like this is great this is this has been an underrated actress for years who is finally getting the showcase that she deserves and and maybe people go there uh but it's just it's like it's zendaya right like she's, she's like the biggest star going so well, I think it's I between mean, those you know, two. I think it'll be Zendaya, but, yeah, I could see Linsky winning.
1: I mean, you know, when you have a beautiful actress like Zendaya making her, turning herself inside out as a drug addict, you know, there's just no question. About it. It's it's like that Oscar thing, you know, if you sing or you change your appearance or, uh, you know, or something of that nature, you win the Oscar. <laughs> yeah,
3: and the thing with Linsky that not to not to diminish her performance at all. She's only really in half of the show because half of the show is in flashback. So her character right. is the main character in the show, but as a performer she's only really in half of it. So so she might be missing out on like some of the like like you said like entire dedicated episode because like Zendaya will submit that episode because you still are su- supposedly voting based on a, a single episode that gets submitted. Not that I think anyone right. actually does that. Um, but if you think <laughs> yeah. about it, like that, it's hard not to do Zendaya. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I really uh, love, just, just FYI, I really loved, uh, I really love her younger counterpart in Yellow Jackets too, Sophie, uh, Sophie, whatever her last name is, Niesi, is that how you say her last name? Who plays her as the young, um, as the young, Sophie I think she got nominated too. Melissa. She got nominated too, I think, didn't she? Sporting actress? Um, did
0: she?
1: No, she didn't. Okay, anyway. No. Yeah, not.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I think the big takeaway from this bill is that you need to watch Yellow
0: Jackets. Yellow Jackets.
1: Yeah, you sure do. Apparently. <laughs> phenomenal.
0: Apparently. Christina Ricci got nominated. But all right, uh, we're really going to too. pick up the, the, the pace here. Um, Stick with lead actors and actresses. Best actor in a limited or anthology series or movie. Uh, you've got Collins Firth for The Staircase, Andrew Garfield for Under the Banner of Heaven, Oscar Isaac for Scenes from Marriage, Michael Keaton for Dope Sick, Hamish Patel for Station Eleven, Sebastian Stan for Pam and Tommy. Um, it has to be Michael Keaton in a walk here, right? Anyone
3: disagree? Yeah, I
1: think so.
0: It has to. I mean, so, that one.
1: Yeah. And by the yeah. way, Under the Banner of Heaven was okay. It was kind of boring. Okay. So I w- I'm not too surprised that it didn't get nominated.
0: Um, and then I think an interesting category here, lead actress in a limited series, uh, Tony Collette for The Staircase, Julia Garner uh, for Inventing Anna, who I actually did think was pretty good, Lily James for Pam and Tommy, um, Sarah Paulson, I don't know why she's considered a lead. I thought she was more supporting. But her performance as Linda Tripp was phenomenal. It was if you haven't seen her. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Margaret Qualley for Nade and Amanda Seyfried for the dropout. Seyfried is considered actually a favorite, although I don't think it's a strong favorite. Um, and any quick thoughts here?
3: I mean, this is a loaded, loaded category. I mean, I agree. Julia Garner, as much as I did not like that show, you can't deny how good she is in that show. But I thought, I mean, I did not. I mean, I liked liked Pam and Tommy at first, and then I just got really sick of watching it. But Lily James was tremendous as Pamela Anderson on that show. She was really great. Um, And Amanda Seyfried's really great. I, I could see why she's the favorite. But this is just a really loaded category. Like, they all deserve to win. It's true. Yeah. I
0: agree. Some snubs here. Interestingly enough, Jessica Chastain for Scenes from a Marriage, Oscar winner who does TV, and her counterpart, Oscar, I think, did get nominated. So Chastain was snubbed. Uh, Julie Roberts, uh, again, doing TV, getting snubbed after Homecoming, snubbed for Gaslit. Uh, and then uh, I thought – Viola Davis or Michelle Pfeiffer would get in for the first lady or both, but neither of them got in. So um, take that for for what it's worth. Um, (laughs) All right, let's move on. Uh, Best supporting actor in a comedy. Again, I'll try to move a little quickly here. You've got Anthony Kerrigan for Barry. Then you've got three Ted Lasso actors. Um, Brett Goldstein, who won last year. Uh, Toheeb Jimmo, who plays Samuel Basanya and Nick Mohammed for Ted Lasso as well, who plays uh, Nate. Um, no love, though, for Brendan Hunt, who, who I, think is, I think is great. Uh, then Tony Shalhoub gets his obligatory nomination for Marvelous Mrs. Bazel. Uh, Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary. Henry Winkler, who's won before, for Barry. And then I don't know why you nominate Bowen Yang for Saturday Night Live. I don't know where that came from, but that happened. Um <laughs> Andrew, I know you always say this every year. It's a variety yeah. show, but we we had to get Bo and Yang in there for for SNL. Yeah. But the, the obligatory every year
3: Saturday Night Live. is not a comedy series; it's a variety show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and again, like you yeah. mentioned, and like you don't friends and time.
0: Um, yeah, the, the,
3: the, there's plenty of people who got left out. That other than that, I mean, but also Tony Chaloub, Why? Um,
1: yeah. Why?
3: But yeah, I mean, and it's not, I mean, do we really need all people from Ted Lasso? I mean, I
0: don't know. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if I needed
3: Samo
1: and Sonya, but I guess he was. Song. I'm actually, I'm leaning towards Henry Winkler to be honest, because I think he, uh, he had some different stuff he did this season, this past season. Oh, um, so
3: good, I mean, Henry Winkler so good. was so good. He's obviously won this before for this for this role, but. I think it's I think it's Anthony Kerrigan. I think you gotta go no ho uh, no too.
1: I know. I love him too, but I just feel like Henry Winkler's character went through more, you know? So I, don't I just know. We'll I see.
0: think Derby still has Fred, Fred Goldstein
3: as the favorite to repeat. Oh, so. that's that's I mean nothing against Brett Goldstein, but that is a very oh. one note character especially this season, it was a very one note character He just growled the whole
1: yeah. season.
3: And he yeah. he actually should be um, disqualified from ever winning any award for being in the post credit scene of Thor as <laughs> which is the stupidest that I've ever seen in my life. Oh <laughs> <All
1: right.
0: Andrew. laughs> uh, Okay, let's move on. Best supporting actress in a comedy. You've got Alex Borstein for Mais- Mrs. Basil who's won twice. Um, Hannah Einbinder for Hacks, who Andrew and you said she's actually the lead character, but nominated for supporting uh Janelle James for Abbott Elementary Kate McKinnon for SNL in her final season Sarah Niles for um Ted Lasso we've also got Juno Temple for Ted Lasso and Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso and then Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary you know Hannah Waddingham won this last year she didn't do as much this season I thought but um I don't know. I have to think she's the favorite again, right? What do you guys think?
1: I think it's. I, I'm going to go with Hacks, not Hannah. I'm bender I, I still, you know, even though yeah. she is really, it's a co-lead, um, and and for that, for that fact, I think she should win. But that's my, that's my two cents. I thought I thought all the Ted Lasso women were great, but you're right. I don't think Hannah Wadaham had quite as much. Uh, to do in this past season, than she did in the first season.
0: Yeah, I, although there was a oh, like good, I'm, I, I'm, I'm guessing she got nominated for her father's funeral episode. But
1: sorry, Andrew, go ahead. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm going off the board. Daryl Lee Ralph is hilarious
3: on Abbott Elementary. She is the funniest character on that show. Uh, I, I don't know if either of you've seen it. She plays like kind of the no. older, 17. like elder statesman teacher at the school. And she is uh-huh. so fun, so sharp. It's such a good character. Um, you know, I mean, she's obviously had a, had a long career. Um, I I I, I want to go with her. I I think I think she's going to win. I think that they I think Earth? in the support categories they always throw in a surprise. I think that people want to recognize Abbott Elementary a, a little bit more broadly. Because it's a network show, it's, um, you know, it's very socially relevant being about, like, an underfunded school and everything like that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm going to go with her. I mean, there's so much vote splitting everywhere else with, like, all the Ted Lasso people. I don't think Janelle James is going to win for Abbott Elementary. I find her to be a little obnoxious on that show. Um, and, yeah, well, I feel I'm like gonna people throw, are going to
1: go I'm gonna throw before. red I'm going to throw a rest throw in around. here because, uh, Andrew, you're going to groan like you know, there's no groaning. Kate McKinnon actually might win because it was her last season on SNL.
0: Yeah. And she, I, I forgot to mention, she's won this before for this category.
2: Yeah. All
3: right. Well, if she's won it before, she
2: doesn't lose <laughs> it.
0: All right. All right. Let's move on. Uh, best supporting, Actor – actually, wait, let me tell uh, – Hannah Waddingham is considered the favorite still, uh, but, but not not a huge favorite. All right, best supporting actor in a drama series. You've got Nicholas Braun for Succession playing Cousin Greg. You've got Kieran Culkin for Succession as Roman Roy. Matthew McFadden for playing uh, Tom um, in Succession. Any other Succession actors? No. Uh, that's it. Then you've got Billy Crudup in The Morning Show, who actually won this before. Um, you've got, uh, two actors from severance, the legendary John Turturro and the even more legendary Christopher Walken. And mm-hmm. you've got, um, uh, squid game actors, Oh, Yong Soo and Park. Hae so, um, gosh, what a stacked category. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How do you even break this down?
1: Uh, let me take off the people I don't think will win. <laughs> okay. I don't think Billy Crudup will get it. Um, yeah. And if I were going to pick the two Severance people, I would probably pick Christopher Walken. Um, and then, yeah, the Squid Game people, I'm not entirely sure who they played. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but they were great <laughs> supporting roles in that, so I don't know who they played. Um, I don't know. It's t- to be honest with you. You know who I'm going to put my my uh, my weight behind? Matthew McFadden from Succession.
0: Yeah, I I agree with he, you. I, mean, uh, I think, I think really Karen cool. Karen Colton should win this.
1: No, no, because Matthew McFadden did some stuff in this that he's never done with that character before, and it was pretty yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty
3: I think that uh, kind of- the depth that they added to his character this season, yeah. I, I go with him. It's odd. Billy Crudup has actually won this award in this category
0: before, which is...
3: Yeah, yeah. The same role. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah two
0: years
1: ago.
3: Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think if, if you were going to go with Squid Game, I think I'd go with O-Young-Soo. Um, but
2: I don't know. I, I
3: Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's Matthew McFadden. I, I still... It's hard for me to go away from succession when succession is on the list. I just think that it's yeah. such a, it's such a mean stay in, in Emmy voters' minds.
0: I, I still think uh, I'm putting my money on Kieran Culkin here. He should have won overcrewed up two years ago, but, but he didn't. Um, okay, let's quickly move on. Best supporting actress in a drama. You've got Patricia Arquette for Severance, a former Oscar winner. You've got Julia Garner for Ozark, who's won this before. Um, you've got uh, two succession actresses in Sarah Snook, who plays Shiv, and then J. Karen Smith, who was like a nobody, a completely unheard of before she joined the cast for the show, but she gets nominated for playing Jerry. Um, and then uh, Christina Ricci for Yellow Jacket, Sydney Sweeney for Euphoria, and then uh, two, uh, Squid Game actress, uh, Ho Yun Joong, and uh, Rhea Seahorn. Uh, favorite of many people gets gets nominated here as well
1: I love her um, I love her
0: quick <laughs> the only nomin- the only person I see on this snub list is Yu Yoo Jung Yoon for Pachinko, which I didn't see so uh, uh, yeah any any thoughts about um supporting actress in a drama
1: Wow I don't know I still <sighs> is this gonna be
0: Julia garner again.
1: Julia. Yeah, I just, that yeah. character is so, so great, and she does it so well, and of course, you know, she had a full, full arc in this uh, past season, so I really can't see anybody beating her, in my opinion, although I thought Patricia Arquette was very good in Severance, and I love Rhea and in uh, Better Call Saul, Seahorns in Better Call Saul, but, you know, I, I don't think she'll get it, but... I think it's Julia Garner. Yeah, I,
3: mean, I, I just I, I just feel like I twist the knife in my heart every time because I just think Better Call Saul should be winning all of this stuff. Like it's so <laughs> good. It is such a good show and he is so good on it.
1: And oh my especially
3: gosh. this season. But Julia Garner is also so good on Ozark. Um I think it'll be Julia Garner again. I mean, she's just so good. The last season, a little it'll give everybody a chance to give something else on the way yeah. out. But I also wouldn't count out Sydney Sweeney. I mean, you talk about Zendaya. Yeah. I mean, Sydney Sweeney is becoming just as big of a star. Um, yeah, but she's
1: in, so whiny <laughs> She's so whiny yeah. and weepy in that show. I didn't. <laughs>
0: By the way, Julia Garner has won twice for this role, so if she wins again, it would be a, a third win. Maybe she'll win two awards. Uh, she wins for this and Inventing Anna on the same night. So, uh, But Can Julia Garner is still considered the favorite. Uh, I'll try to move along here. We're, we're at 3 o'clock, but um, Best Supporting Actor in a Limited Series. Nominees here. You've got uh, three actors from The White Lotus, Murray Bartlett, Jake Lacy, and Steve Zahn you got three actors uh, from Dopesick, Will Poulter, Peter Sarsgaard, Michael Stuhlbarg, and then you've got Seth Rogen uh, for Pam and Tommy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest. I actually didn't I see any the, of these. So,
1: I think it's the guy, the manager of the hotel. Is that Murray Bartlett?
3: Yeah. He was great on that yeah. show. As much, yeah, yeah. as much as I have issues with that show being so acclaimed, he was, he was,
1: he was the best
0: part yeah yeah he's considered uh, the favorite for sure Um, Australian actor Um, okay and then supporting actress in a limited series um, you've got a lot of White Lotus people here you've got Connie Britton Jennifer Coolidge, Alexandra Daddario uh, Natasha Rothwell Sydney Sweeney another nomination and then Two dope sick actresses, Caitlin Dever and Mar Winningham. Um, it just seems like Jennifer Coolidge has already won this, but correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, she was really really oh. good. She was the second part about that show that was really good. Although, if I have to put in my other two cents, it would be Caitlin Dever because again, she plays you know uh, who gets someone who gets addicted and whatnot. So, I mean, I I always feel like they they award those to do that kind of. But we've already got Zendaya. <laughs> coverage in that category. So, I think Jennifer Coolidge probably. <laughs> All
0: right. Um I agree
1: Jennifer real,
0: Coolidge, let's
3: give it up for the, the career comeback of Mayor Winningham.
1: Back. Yeah. Yeah, she was good, too.
0: Um, okay, real quick. Uh, I just want to mention how do you not nominate Amy Ryan for only murders in the building in, in the creative artist <laughs> Emmy Awards? That was just like, how do you not give her a guest actress nomination? It, it doesn't make any yes, sense. Should me. have. Um, I mean, they gave, they gave Jane Lynch a nomination. They gave Nathan Lane a nomination, um, but, but no love for Amy Ryan. I, I I thought she was fantastic on that show. So
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's a big admission um, as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. Any other thoughts about any other awards before we go? Uh,
3: I do I do find Hmm. it funny that outstanding variety sketch series only has two nominees because they're like the only variety sketch series left on television anymore.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Some people thought Samantha B got snubbed for talk show. It's the last year of that show, which just got canceled, but I don't know. Um,
1: and why do we have a television movie category?
0: <laughs> uh, actually the, well, so that's been moved to the creative um, Emmys uh, night, but uh, because you now have to be nominated for um, you, you can't submit to the Oscars to be nominated for this. The, the nominees here, it's a, pretty lousy list if you compare it to what this category used to be. You've got Chippendale right. Rescue Rangers, uh, Ray Donovan, <laughs> the movie, uh, Reno 911, the hunt for QAnon, something called uh, The Survivor, um, yeah, that ben, was with, Foster. Uh, ben Foster.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, and so then so Zoe's so Extraordinary, so extraordinary so I mean, it's got to be The Survivor, right? The Survivor is directed by Barry Levinson. Yeah, it's
1: probably it.
0: Barry Levinson has made a lot of bad movies in recent years, but um, sure. Yeah, but he's a real director. <laughs> sure. yeah.
3: You don't think <laughs> it'll be uh, real? <laughs> uh, no, I just think that's going to win. Yeah, I think the so the Survivors <laughs> about it's about isn't it about a box a yeah, boxer and. Uh, concentration camps to like basically I mean, yeah horrible story I mean,
1: yeah fought yeah, in concentration
3: yeah. Camps to, to survive yeah. um
1: yeah
3: but yeah i mean that's, that's like a movie that could be submitted for the Oscars. so i think they
0: decided to go here so i think that'll win <laughs> they're like all right we'll we'll just it won't actually win an oscar so we'll just we'll try to give it an emmy um all right. Any thoughts on who the host should be? They, they haven't announced one yet. They, not, they would not be hostless, though. So it's an NBC show this year. The last time it was on NBC, that the hosts were Michael Che and um, Colin Jost, that co-hosted it. And then in the past, you know, NBC's typically gone with late night hosts. Uh, Seth Meyers did it in the past. Jimmy Fallon's done it back in the day. Conan O'Brien did it. Um, the last time it was on NBC and it was not done by a late night host was. Uh, well, technically it was '86. It was co-hosted by David Letterman, who was the out host, with Shelly Long, um, who I guess was on Cheers oh, back then. But um, <laughs> well, any any thoughts on who the, the host should be? Maybe just have David Letterman do it with Cho- Shelly Long again. What do you think? <laughs> I'd
3: love that. Who uh, should the host be? I mean,
0: I, I'm sure no they'd love it to NBC be the
3: show. rock. I'm sure they'd love it to they be the rock if they were going to do someone. Yeah,
0: the Rock. He, he uh, yeah. Uh, also, Chris Rock yeah, the, line too. They asked him. Yeah, the Rock, the Young Rock on NBC. <laughs>
3: Did you not know that he has a <laughs> network television sitcom that he yes. stars in for some reason? Yeah, um, I
1: do
0: know. I don't know.
3: There's How only three
1: comedies on NBC
0: right now. Only three comedies oh, I'm on NBC up. right now. Young wow. Rock, American Auto, and Grand Crew. Well, I can have the
3: phone I'm extra. looking
0: at the NBC primetime lineup. You've got three Law and Orders. You've got three Chicago's. Um, the blacklist, New Amsterdam, Transplant, and La Brea. And then you've got like huh. The Voice, American Ninja Warrior. I mean, you could have uh, you could have Anthony Anderson host. Huh? He's a star of Law and Order for some reason. Yep. Oh, is he really? Which Law and Order?
3: He's going to be the the original that's coming back. He's, he's going to be back.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Sort of. Sure. Why not?
1: <laughs> Did you say like? Give me I mean, it one sounds like it Seth does Myers work.
0: doesn't want to do it, or else they would have. He would have already. They would have already announced him. Yeah. Oh, what about Amber Ruffin? <laughs>
3: Two of the Peacock and Amber Ruffin show. There you go. Let <laughs> Amber Ruffin do it.
1: <laughs> How about Martin Short and Steve Martin? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Well, not. That, the problem is that could only be if it was on a- on ABC, not if it was on NBC. Yeah, they're on, they're on a rival streaming service. Yeah. Yeah, is there a that. hit okay, Peacock so. show, Andrew, that you could you could put it on? Yeah, where are, we, I don't it, know. yeah where, where
3: are the nominations for Doctor Death? Or maybe that was last year. Yeah, we could have. Uh, I don't know Kristen Bellati from the the resort. Everyone likes her, right? William
0: Jackson Harper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure.
0: I would say it wasn't Alex Baldwin in Doctor Death, but you um, can't have him anymore. Yeah, him sure have Alex day, I don't think anyone wants to get from him anymore. Yeah, no, not not right now. What about the cast say by the Bell? Um, <laughs> you got yeah, cancel, They canceled Punky like Brewster. Yeah, right. Host the Emmys. You know, they uh, could have
3: Phil, who you'd really like, is they could have. Actually, yeah, they could have a new NBC Sports employee, the talented Mr. Roto, Matthew Barry, host it.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be good. Or, or McGruber um, is back? How did I miss that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. McGruber's back. Forte would be good. He would be good.
3: Yeah, he's a legitimate yeah, well, Or what well, you know what they should have do it? Everybody's favorite person in the world, Steve Cornacki. Have him host.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> sure. There sure. we go. We, we saw him. Right. Get Cornacki on or have Rachel Maddow
0: host? Might I think be she, she's winding down. Well, she'll, she'll yeah. be around. We could do Savannah, Savannah Guthrie or something. I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it. So let's stop right there. The Emmys, again, <laughs> are September 12th, uh, a Monday night. Monday night for the Emmys this year, so it doesn't compete with Sunday night football. Um, but uh, Monday night show, uh, we'll be back it's over to, to break it all down and talk about how right or wrong we were. Uh, but for now, I want to thank Adam Swanberg, Andrew Payne, Kit Bowen. This is Phil all sunny Off. Have a great rest of your weekend. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.